You're listening to Believe. My name is Nicholas Upchurch. Now here's an amazing clip from our show in the category of money and business. But I talked to MC Lobsher. He's um, president and founder of Valhalla Wealth, and he's interviewed people on his podcast uh, and his show. Jim Rogers, Robert Kiyosaki, you know, Nathan Chan, the, the, the uh, creator of Founder Magazine, and, and some really qualified business people and investors. And we were talking about recently the stock market and the real estate market. And, you know, I, I was going to short the stock market three times last year because I'm looking at this graph and it, it seems like it's almost impossible. If you just look at the S&P 500 over like 20, 25 years, you can actually see the, you know, sort of a trend. It, it uh, Basically, anybody could look at it and think, well, what's going to happen next in this graph? And it, it would seem like it's going to go directly down. And then I didn't short the stock market, thank God. Even when Trump won, people were saying to short the stock market. Now it's continuing to go up. And what's going on with the stock market and the real estate market in your in your view? And what can people do about that? What would the average person sort of do with their money at this point? Well, let, let's start with the explanation. Uh, there's only one graph people need to understand for the stock market, which is to look at the balance sheets of central banks. Now, what does that mean? A balance sheet is a place where you look at the assets and liability of a corporation, central banks or corporations. Uh, and what they've done is they've printed money out of thin air, not just some, but $16 trillion of money out of thin air and used it to buy financial assets. Uh, so it's kind of like if if you showed up at a farmer's market with a counterfeiting press in the back of your truck and started buying all the tomatoes, the price of tomatoes would go crazy at that farmer's market. Um, that's what's really been happening. So the question we first have to ask is, can the central banks politically continue to print more and more and more? I think they're kind of at the end of their run on this, and here's why. Uh, Brexit, Trump, Marine Le Pen, uh, the rise of, of, of the far right in, uh, and, and rightist policies in Germany, et cetera. What's happening is that the people, I'll call them the little people, which by the way, the little people's like everybody from the 99% level on down, uh, we're getting kind of hosed in this story, and the top 1%, but really specifically the top 0.1%, are making out like bandits, which is, guess what? That's what happens when you throw free money into financial markets. It's just, it's a thing. So the stock market has been heavily propped up by central banks that are either indirectly or directly buying the stock markets. Japan, they directly buy the stock market. Swiss National Bank, buying stocks like Apple and whatnot. They are directly buying U.S. companies in markets. So, so central banks have been printing money out of thin air and buying stuff with it. Meanwhile, what hasn't happened? Corporations haven't been investing in R&D, which is what you get long-term growth. They haven't been investing back in, in, um, in uh, workers at this point in time. We see it in the wage data, blah, 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 all this stuff, right? So what I'm looking at here is a stock market that's been heavily um, propped up by central banks who are scared scared of having assets go back down again because they know the next time they go down, they get really scary. Now listen, could it go up even further from here? You bet, because here's where we are. We're in a late stage bubble, and this isn't a stock bubble. It is, but that's a side bubble. And it's not a real estate bubble, it is, but those are side bubbles. Uh, London housing, flat prices, Vancouver properties, stuff like that. What we're really in is a bubble that again started 
35, 40 years ago where we started printing and borrowing and spending at a faster rate than our income was growing. Nobody wants to see that end. It's really a credit bubble. It's the one to beat them all. Bubbles take forever to unwind because they're really psychological phenomenon. They're not, they're not math problems. They're not financial issues. They're, they're psychological phenomenon. This is a really big bubble. It's gigantic. It's going to take a while to top out. Nobody wants it to break, not even me, but it's going to. What's going to happen? Do. When's that going to break? What, what do you think is going to happen? Mm. I would I would give it a, a, a almost a hundred percent chance in the next five years. I would give it you know a decent you know some a non-zero chance of this year. So here's where the book Prosper comes in because we think that uh, that these markets are highly unstable. We think that they're rigged in many in many uh, instances, and we know they're rigged because there are companies out there who are high frequency trading companies who can turn in. 100% win ratios day after day. They wade into the markets and they wade out with hundreds of millions, if not sometimes billions of dollars a day, taking them out of the markets. Um, it's astonishing what they're doing. And anybody who's, in, who's a trader knows if you're winning 100% of the time, there's no risk involved. If there's no risk involved, it ain't a fair game, right? So just leave that uh, aside for a second. Um, uh, we think there's a lot of risk in this market. We think it can't be propped forever. So have your your money and have it invested as carefully as you can. So if you have a, a, a blob of money this big, make sure that um, you invest some of that into your household. So in at my house, I've made in what I call actual investments, like a businessman. Um, I put solar hot water heaters in, eight year payback, thirty year lifespan, internal rate of return well in excess of one hundred percent. No brainer. Reinsulating, putting windows in again. These have very high ROIs in the double digits, 15, 18, 20%. So these are the sorts of things we would suggest people do with their money if they're a homeowner is figure out how to invest in ways that are going to be money today, but less money out uh, in you know future reduced cash flows and look at the returns off of that. Lots of investments people can make like that. Um, of the money you have, if you still have it in the market, now is the time to be investing with extreme safety. So um, we had, we recommend advisors who uh, really understand the risks, have very dynamic actual hedging strategies, um, maybe writing covered calls, puts, all of that stuff, just get the insurance in, but are, are actually not afraid to sit on reasonable cash positions at this point in time. Um, because, you know, sometimes the smartest thing to do is to take your chips and wander away from the table for a while if you don't like how the, how the cards are going. So, uh, so we're, we're kind of preaching safety and caution. And like you, we've been doing this um, for a while now because mm -hmm. we couldn't predict if the bubble was going to break two years ago, last year, or in two years. We don't know. But sort of the Hippocratic Oath for investors. First, take no losses. So that's, that's the financial capital side. But in Prosper, we identify seven other forms of capital that if you can build these up as well, you will be far more resilient. So financial capital, important, but just one of eight forms of capital to be alert to.